Okay, so let's continue our learning, and last week, if you remember, we had begun the sugya of Anabakayach. We started talking very deeply about the underpinnings, the spiritual energies that are underlying this concept, this tefillah of Anabakayach, this 42-word tefillah that begins with these 42 letters. Welcome back. Great to see you. These 42 letters of the Shem Membeis that we talked about a little bit last week, Rosh Hashanah's Maise the name with which HaKadosh Baruch Hu created creation, the name of Gevura. We talked about the energy of Gevura. So there were some sources that we didn't get to at the end. We're not going to cover both of them because there were two sources, but let's take a look at the first one. Okay, so this is still leftover, so to speak, from last week's year. Um, and we're going to do this source with an attempt to summarize everything really that we learned last week. We learned a lot last week. Do you have a chance to be part of the recording? Okay, so we, did a, we covered a lot last week. So let's try, just this paragraph will be a quick review, and then we mamish have a lot to do. So the Siyat Shmaya, and with overwhelming gratitude to, to all the Chever that come out and join us for our learning, um, let's begin. Says the Heliger of Kuk, Oilas Ri'iyah, in his Pirish on the Siddur, Karbonis, where Anabekayach first shows up. And the tzaddik begins with the name of the Tana that wrote this tefillah. I don't even think we mentioned this last week at all. Reb Nechunya ben Hakana. Without getting now very deeply into the whole thing about who Reb Nechunya ben Hakana was, I'll tell you that you already know other tefillahs that Reb Nechunya ben Hakana wrote, whether you know that he wrote them or not. The words Anuratzim Vehem Ratzim, which is the tefillah that we say in the Knisa to the base medrash, when we begin to learn the tefillah that we begin to say when we start to learn and the tefillah that we make before leaving the, uh, the, the, the base medrash, these were written by Reb Nechunim and Akana of Cook is going to make reference to those tefillahs. Now, he was the Rebbe of Rebbe Yishmael, the, the Tana Rebbe Yishmael that says that he went up, he had Elias Neshama, and a Kaddish Baruch with that whole story over there, right? That whole song really became a song. Yishmal Bani Barcheni, Rabbi Nechunim Anakana was this Rabbi Yishmal, the Pirke Hechalas. He was his Rebbe. Very little is brought from him in Shas. Few Chidushe Halacha, but Rabbi Nechunim Anakana was known as the Baal Aliyah. His whole thing was Aliyah. His whole thing was going up which links him, of course, to the energy of Gevura that we spoke about last week in the context of the Shem Membez, my Sibiratius, that we said Gevura tries to lift everything, lift everything up to get ready to receive the Ar of Chesed. This is the energy of Rabbi Nechun Menachana. So Rabbi Kuk says, Shoyim ispal b'knisas al-beis ha-medrash, asai tefila k'tsara. We know that he said these small little tefilas that are printed in the beginning of the Gemara, some editions, Tvila Katsara, short little Tvila, the Gemara Brachas tells us. Shoyemer es kaltaras akoidesh. That Rabbi Nechunim and Akana was incredibly, incredibly pure. A tzaddik of incredible purity. What is the Tvila about? If you look at the content of the Tvila, it basically says, Rabbi Shalom, don't make that I should be happy that I got the Pshat right and somebody else learned the wrong Pshat in Rashi or Taisvis. Which means that he was aware of the incredible danger that exists where? 
within the realm of the created world because he was rooted in that place, like we learned last week, of kalim, of gvura, of limitation, of tzimtzum. And it's possible, chas v'shalom, that a person can have not such good amidas when there are two bodies, even though there's one neshama, but it shows up in the way that we experience life is that I am me and you are you, and then there could be chas v'shalom sikhsuf, there could be conflict. And he didn't just want to smooth out and iron out fights in business or machlaikas, things like that. Mamish in the base medrash, he was yoyred, he descended into the possibility that even in a holy place, there could be conflict. He was so incredibly joyous over his capacity to be among those that sat in the base medrash. Because he recognized uniquely, more than anybody else, not despite his being a Baal Aliyah, but because of it. He was rooted in the place of Gevura, so he knew how lowly this world could be. What a privilege we have to be connected to Ar, to be connected to light, to consciousness, to wakefulness. Big gift. And he understood that the whole value that exists within the created world is the light of the Torah. Which isn't just a series of svarim, a set of books on a bookshelf. It's mamish, the living spirit that brings the whole world to life. Here's the key word. Thanks for coming, guys. He wanted to lift up everything that was, that was pushed down in creation. To lift up the concept of a flame. What's flame? Fire, we said, is Gevura. As opposed to Mayim, which is Chesed. Mayim, water goes from a high place down to a low place. Eish goes from a low place up. To a high place. That was the energy of Reb Nechunim Menachana. He wanted to lift up creation. Reb Nechunim Menachana wrote the Tefillah of Anabakayach. So we're saying that was his whole thing. Was Aliyah, was Aliyah. He taught all of the Tanaim how to use these shemas to transcend, to elevate, to go up. He wanted to lift everything up, and in order to lift everything up, you first have to understand what everything is, and unfortunately, how lowly things can get. Then you have an achiz on it. Then then you can pick it up. From the lowly world of action, of creation, to the highest heights, to the realm of spirit, spirituality. He wanted to lift everything up to that place of Torah, which is the Ruchnius that's embedded within the physical world. Because this is all an introduction to Rav Cook's explanation of the Tefillah on Mekach, which we're going to be basing now our series of Shirim just on this Chelik of Kabbalah Shabbos for the next few weeks. See, he says, this is the whole meaning of Anabakayach. And we learned this all last week. To be able to prepare for the Aliyas Haratzin, meaning for the expression of the flame within all of us, which is Ner Elohim Nishmasad, we learn from the Balatanya. That means that the deepest part of us is is like a flame, is just yearnings. Mamish Ratzin is, is striving, wants to go up, wants to lift up. And not just it alone, it wants to lift up our whole lives, our whole goof. Lahargish al yidei yafe es ha-ma'avoya ha-klalis shal That we should get to experience the beauty or to beautifully experience al yada, right? Yafa, 
in a very clear, beautiful way, as Hama like the yearning, is the collective yearning, shall Havaya, of everything that was created to serve, which Adam Marishan was created to serve. We learned in our previous year, La'avda Ulishamra. Adam was created to, to work, to, to serve. Zichran HaKarbanas Biyameinu, and he explains over here, he hints why Anabekayach shows up in the Seder of the Karbanas that we say in the morning, right? So we say Anabekayach every day, if we say Karbanas. Why the Karbanas? Because what was the whole thing of Karbanas? Eish. And something Megushim, something super physical, even beyond the human being. And what happened to it? It went up. L'reach Nechayach. Oila L'reach Nechayach. So he says that's why Anabekayach is embedded in that Seder of Karbanas, because that's exactly what Anabekayach is, and that's exactly who Rabbi Nechunim and Akana was. The Nyanam is Mancha Besamikdash Haya and what the Karbanis were at the time that the Beis HaMikdash was and the time that the Beis HaMikdash will again be b'meher b'yameinu speedily and in our days we're so close to the Gula, Mamish. Kshurim le'inin ha-tfila and this is of course bound to Tfila as well because Tfila is keneged ha-timidin keneged the Karbanis and so Tfila is the same thing what's Tfila is the, is the yearnings the, is the striving ha-sho-efes which longs legale says ha kedusha to reveal the glimmer of holiness, which is wrapped up in garments of mundanity, right? In garments of physicality, but this is just a lavush, like a person that's, that's covered up in a million layers. It's not, it's not who they are. They're covered, but they're inside the lavush. That's what this whole world is. It's a revelation of Elokus, but we look and we see the outside of the outside. Our job as Yidin is to peel away those layers and not to be fooled. Not to be fooled. Like, it just is hidden within the practicality of human living. This is and all the complexities, Arabim, all of its multifarious complexities. So he says, For this incredibly holy tzaddik, it's fitting for him. For him, that he should have been the one to write this tefillah because it's not Sam that he wrote it like the tzaddikim armafarish and pirkeiavis. We're learning now, who haya aimer, right? Who haya aimer? They say not just who haya aimer, it's mamish. It's who haya aimer, right? When a tzaddik says something, it's not like okay, so he said it. It could have been somebody else who said it. No, no, no. Beis Hillel says something. It's rooted in the energy of Beis Hillel. Beis Shammai says something. It's rooted in Beis Shammai. Rabbi Nuchuni ben Akana writes this tefillah couldn't have been written by any other Tana because it's an expression of who Haya Aymer. It's an expression of his own uh, Ruchnias, of his Shairish Nisham, of, of who he was. Okay, so that just is a little bit of a reminder of what we learned last week. And now let's jump into the first stanza of this incredible tefillah. Ana bekoyach gedulas yimin So first let's translate and then we're going to read the first chilek of Rav Kook's parish. We're going to take a journey into that Sefer that I mentioned last week called Tal Lechaim, which is Mefarish. Different Ketayim. I just took tiny snatches. Very, very long. I literally, it's 60 pages on this line. I just took a few paragraphs and, um, and we'll get into it, Bezos Hashem. And then we have a chart at the end, not to look at now, that has all the information there for us. With the help of HaKadosh Baruch Okay, so first translation. Ana bekoyach gedulas yimin Anna's please, Rabbanu Shalom, Bikoyach Gidulas Yimincha, 
with the power of the greatness of Yemincha of your right hand, Tatir Tsurura. Untie the, the bounds. Untie the ropes. Now this can mean any one of a million things. Like we mentioned last week, we had, had actually a parish that I found online, right? That over there they learned, whoever it was, that it means the bundled sins, right? Untie that we shouldn't have chavilas, chas of averis, aver, gereris, averis, untie this. That's already a, I wouldn't say that that's the simple pshat, right? If you, if you had to give a, a, a simpler interpretation, I'm curious, what would the chavr say? Just on a simple level, what would you say with tatu tzurura? What are you saying, Anshul? What do you mean? Right. So what's tatir tzurura? What does it mean? It's Untie the ropes. The, 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 what's holding us back from the hmm. that's what's So you're saying that the gedulas is connected to tatir tzurura in the sense of. Here is nature and do something supernatural. Okay, beautiful. What do you think? You don't? <laughs> you do, just. Tatatura. Right? I, the, the confines, the constriction. Constriction, right. Meaning, meaning the way that I would learn it on a simple level means, like David Amalek says, uh, that's not what I'm thinking about. Um, 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 the Indian of Batsar, right? Herchavtali. Like David Amalek finds himself in a constriction, in a constraint. Like a disparagement. Make me'ah. That's, that's what that pause I'm thinking about. Um, Anani ba merchavka, right? Mena meitzar. Mena meitzar karasika. From a meitzar. Mena meitzar. Right? Anani ba merchav. That's what I think that it means on a simple level. Let's read Rav Cook's holy words. Let's go slowly because it's a lot. It's a lot. Says Rav Cook, "Me oiz hachesed ha'holechum is galgal ba'olam." The incredible, powerful chesed, the kindness that's holech that proceeds from is galgal ba'olam, and that permeates the whole entire world. The Yesoyed HaMagama shall call HaAvoyakula and the ultimate goal of the whole creation is Ki Oylam Chesed Yibana. It's all for Chesed. It's all because a Kodesh Baruch Hu is Toiv, Teva HaToiv Lehetev, a Kodesh Baruch Hu wanted to do good and a Kodesh Baruch Hu created the world to reveal his kindness. Amnam, however... Hayimin, this concept of the Yimin, which is the right hand, which is strength, which is his spashtus, right? A flow, water, like we learned. Yesh It has a large aspect of a kaitin. There's also a smallness within chesed. There's a smallness within chesed and a bigness, a greatness within chesed. What does this mean? Hakoitin shel hayemin, the smallness within the tzad yemin, which is the side of chesed, who kisha chesed, who nerach lefi ezemidu mitzum semes shal makabel chesed, is that in a chanami, chesed might want to give, but chesed could be limited by the kli of the makabel. So even though the parent might want to give everything to the child, if the child is not able to be makabel for whatever reason, 
everything that, let's say, a father wants to teach a son or a Rebbe wants to teach a Talmud. So it's chesed, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to be limited to what the nature of the kalim is. That's the koytin shaliyamin. At kamash yuchal seisah. However much the makabal can handle. Avol gedulas hachesed. And I put it in bold because that's a reference to the words. Ana bekoyach gedulas yimincha. Over here we're not just referring to any chesed. We're referring to this bechin of gedulas yimincha. What does this mean? Listen to this. He midas hachesed hanaisenes rav tov yoyser mikidei hamidah shalom akabal. This is chesed that is just literally overwhelming the Makabal, irrespective of how big or how small the kalim are. Now you're going to ask, wait a second, that's not chesed then. That's not chesed. If a person, chas v'shosh, should never hear from such a thing, would give an hour and 25 minute shear on something, right? it's no longer chesed. It's a form of achzari. Right? But that's not chesed anymore because the people can't, people have, to, people have to be able to handle something, right? People have to be able to handle something. So how does this work? So listen to what he says. Amazing thing. And if in fact the, the flow of chesed is overwhelming the kalim, the energy of this chesed is so incredibly vast and profound and great. Incredible. He says the mashpia, because of his incredible, incredible kindness, will first widen the kalim. Then he pulls back, and then he's and then he's mashpia. What he wanted to be mashpia. His chesed is so incredibly great that he doesn't just want to give kifi the 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 kli. He says, wait, wait, wait a second. Let, let's let's first set this up, make the kli much more vast. And then, and then he's mashpia, what he wants to be mashpia. And that's an incredible darga of chesed. An incredible, incredible darga of chesed. It's just unbelievable to think about. It's like the experience of life that you go through. The entire point of it is, is, is widening the cleat, eventually, to come to the realization. That's right. And that your experiences of life, that Hashem guides you through, you're just getting wider and wider and wider and wider. That's exactly it's it. Literally what it is. That's exactly it. Wow. And this is, all, this is all an expression of the chesed of HaKadosh Baruch Not just to give, but to make sure that the kli is big enough to give. Now, if the chesed would have been constricted to the kalim as they are now, it would still be chesed, HaKadosh Baruch Hu sending chesed. This is called gedulah simincha, something else. It's something else. And here he puts it into a pasuk. Baruch Hashem yoim yoim ya'am aslanu. Blessed is Hashem, Yom Yom, Yamas Lanu. Yamas means HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is handling us. He's carrying us. And the Gemara Sanhedrin Darshins from this Pasuk, HaKadosh Baruch Hu noisin koyach b'tzadikim l'kabal tevasen. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives the tzadikim strength to handle the goodness that he wants to give them. So that it shouldn't be overwhelming for them. It shouldn't be chas damaging to them. Says Rukhuk, that's called gedula Let's take a look at how the Tal Lechaim explains Reb Cook's incorporation of ah I, I missed out <laughs> go go turn back the page for a second I missed these bold words I thought that they were included in the stanza but it's not he begins with Yimin Hashem Haremema 
Yeah, because it didn't make sense. I was reading it. I'm like, it's not grammatically correct. Yemin Hashem Haremema. Rabbi Cook makes a reference to the Yemin Hashem. It's a Pasuk. Yemin Hashem Haremema. Yemin Hashem Oisachayel. Hashem's elevated right hand. Then he explains what this chasset is. So why is Rabbi Cook making a reference here to Yemin Hashem Haremema? We understand in the stanza from Anamukach, we make a reference to Gedula Simincha. But what's Yemin Hashem Reimeimah? Why does he bring those three words? What's that a reference to? So here the Tal Chaim explains, in Mamash, a beautiful, very deep way. What a privilege we have to learn Torahs like these. Chavra, we are so privileged. It's unbelievable how rare this is for a Chavura to be sitting and learning the Pneumius of Yiddishkeit. It's such a blessing, such a gift. Ashrenu. So he says, who are in Yeni makes a reference to the Pasuk and Tehillim that Rav Kook quoted the first two, you know, three words from Yemin Hashem Reimeima, but it continues, Yemin Hashem Oisa Chayil, which literally means the right hand of Hashem, Oisa Chayil, does great powerful acts. Right? Yemin Hashem Reimeima, Hashem's right hand, which is Chesed, I keep doing this, but it's this hand. Yemin Hashem Reimeima is lifted up, elevated, Yemin Hashem Oisa Chayil. He explains, Yemin Hashem Reimeima. What does this mean? These three words: the right hand of Hashem is elevated. He Reimemus Hagemin refers to the elevation, to the bigness, to the expansiveness of Chesed. Kedulas Yemincha. That's the reference to this incredible, incredible degree of Chesed. And it comes to demonstrate the incredible power of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's Puulais and His strength. Umahu. What is the definition of Yemin Hashem Reimeima? What is this elevated chesed? And the Pasuk and Tehillim tells us, Aisa Chayil. It's the expression of chesed that is Aisa Chayil. So on a simple level, it can mean a million things. I'm sorry, you look at the Mepharshim over there. Aisa Chayil, he does powerful acts. Okay, that's, a, that's an expression of, of the chesed of Hashem. We get it, right? Explains much deeper. What does this mean, Chayil? The mystery of the word chayil is so deep. Is the secret we just learned from Rav Kuch that the bigness of Yemin is not just that it flows chesed into Kalim, it first builds the Kli, then it's Mashpiyah. It's the side of chesed being yorid into the ravad, into the level, the strata, of the mekablim, of those that are being mekabal, the sayyid hanukva, the concept of the, of the feminine aspect, the recipient, the receiver. And he says, it's known, ha'hevdol bein ben ishchai and ben ishchayil. Ben ishchai and ben ishchayil. Two expressions that the mekubalim explain refer to two different aspects. Shesoid ben Ishchai, this word, the son of the of a living man, who soid hadachura, is a reference to the male energy. Soid hamashpia, which is the energy of, of the giver. Bechinas chai, that's the element of chai, living. Shu ar hayisoid, which apikabala is a reference to the mida of yisoid, which is a channel which gives. That's where the shefa flows down through. The Mida of Bris. That element, that energy that's bringing down light and life. It's called Benesh Chai. That's all Chai. That's the male energy. That's the energy 
of the mashpia. But chayil is already something else. How do we know? Because the Pasuk says that we're going to sing tomorrow night, Eishes, Eishes chayil means. Chayil, he says, memela is a reference not to the male, to the male which is ben ishchai. Eishes chayil is the, is the, is the, is the mekabal, is the aspect of the feminine spectrum. She was soid Eishes chayil, besoid hanukva mekabelis. That's the kli, that's the recipient that receives. And he says, how is this all hinted to in the word Chayil? Because what's the difference between the word Chay and the word Chayil? Thanks for joining. What's the difference between Chay and Chayil? It's just a Lamed. So he says, Chay is the Indian of the male. What's the Hisafa of the letter Lamed? Thanks for coming. What's the Hisafa, this addition to the letter Lamed? Why do we have a Lamed? So he says, the letter Lamed is the side of the feminine spectrum. How do we know? Because the Lamed is the side of Levana Kanaida, because the Lamed is the Shirish of the word Levana, which is the moon clapping the sun, which we learned in previous Shirim at length. Obviously, just setting it up, the moon is the aspect of the Mechabal. It receives the light of the sun. So the sun would be Ben Ishchai, and the moon would be Eishas Chayil. So it's Chai, but the Isafa of a Lamed means that we're adding the Bechin of Levana. So Chayil is when there's a yichud between the sun and the moon. And the Mechabal is being the recipient of light that's flowing down from the Shemesh. So it turns out, he says, that the Indian of Chayil, Chay, Lamed, Chay, Levana, is the site of the Mechabal and the Kalim. Haroi Mezes al Chay. It includes the aspect of the giver. But it flows down and it becomes revealed within the kalim, within the vessels, which is Said Chayel, Aishas Chayel. And Chevre, it's so deep. This is what the Pasuk is telling us. <coughs> Excuse me. And this is what the Pasuk is telling us. We sing the song with a whole different meaning now, Be'ez Hashem. We'll sing a bit later. When we make reference to this aspect of Yemin Hashem, that's Reimeima, the elevated, the big aspect of Chesed, what is it? What differentiates Yemin Hashem that's not Reimeima and the Yemin Hashem HaReimeima, the big aspect of Chesed? What's the Chilek? Answers the Pasuk. Hidafka, Yemin Hashem, that's Oysachayim. It's the kindness that doesn't only send down the Shefa, it's Oysa Chayel. It is so incredibly profound that it descends first to prepare the setting, then to be Mashpia into the setting. Something else. Something else. Very, very deep. Yimin Hashem Reimeima is the Yimin Hashem that's Oysa Chayel, that prepares the Levana. Pe'elas Bekelem Mamish. It first builds the kli, then it's mashpiyah. And it's a reference even to the lowest level of creation. It doesn't say yoytzer chayil, which would be a reference to the world of Yitzira. That would be deep enough. Oysa chayil is a reference to the world of Asiyah. the lowest, lowest level. The lowest level of creation. Yimin Hashem oysa chayil. It builds the levana of Asiyah. 
This is the deepest chesed in the world. Which mamish descends to that place and builds up the nukva, the aspect of the kli. And then it's going to be mashpia, mashpia into it. It's the aspect of the achana of the kelim. And there, there are a million mishalim to this, right? But going back to the Rebbe Talmud mashal, let's say. Right? Let's say a kid has a certain degree of intellect. Just he's able to handle a certain amount. And the Rebbe wants to mamish teach him Gemara. So maybe the first thing the Rebbe would do is to close the Gemara first and just to help this kid with basic categories of, of like logic or sharpening the mind or even playing some games just to first like Ke'il prepare the intellect and then he can go and, and teach which is a gewaltig chesed because it would be a big enough chesed to have to go and be mitzamsim whatever he wants to teach the kid based on the kalim of the kid now but out of the Rebbe's incredible chesed he's first going to go and hang out with the kid or help that the kid should be able to have the kalim that it takes to learn what the Rebbe wants to give that's that's the whole package deal, right? That's 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 a whole. Or you can say about in uh, uh you could say let's say in the relationship between <clears throat> a makabel tzedakah and the mashpia of tzedakah. It's one thing for a person who lives in a dilapidated shack and he happens not to have any furnishings for somebody to go and to buy him a couple of furnishings to put in the shack. But can you imagine a person first says, "Wow, I mean, theoretically you have shelter, but th- this is not what it is." So first, let's get you a proper place to live. And then I'll furnish that, right? It's 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 a yemin of chesed roimim. Why? Because yemin Hashem oisa chayil builds the kli first chayil chay lamid the levana then fills it with the art of the shemesh. It's a gavat. Yemin Hashem oisa chayil. Ah, we have no idea that the extent of Hashem's chesed upon us. We think Hashem just gives us. No, it's much more than that. Hashem builds the kli in our life. Then He gives us. That's how much Hashem cares about us. It's an amazing thing. Tefillah, <laughs> which is this, which is Anabakaya. This is exactly what we're davening for. Tefillah, Tatar Tzerura. So let's let's get into that because that's the second part. That's the second part. So the the Tachlas Avoida, so to speak, is is first of all, I would say, first of all, to know what to daven for, right? Because if we didn't even know that this model existed, we'd just say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, give me into my kli. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu saying, what are you asking, give me into my kli? First daven that I should give you a bigger kli. That's number one. But number two is to be makir the chesed of Hashem. To know, just ad kedekach, how much HaKadosh Baruch Hu cares about us, loves us, how much he thinks about us, how much he's with us and... And, and wants to fill our lives with such greatness that's beyond our hasaga, not much beyond our hasagas. Let's take a look at Rav Kook continues, and he says, "Amnam gedulas hayamin." Sometimes when they're going through whatever they're going through, that that is an essence in maybe a filter. Obviously, until until something else comes, that's like a parent child. If you when you're stripped of that child, you need. Get the child to a certain place. It's not always the easiest and the prettiest. Right. But you're understanding that I'm only doing that so that one day you'll have much more. One day you'll be able to. Not, and not just you'll have much more, I'll be able to, to give, give you much, much more. more. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would say that it correlates to what we learned about Havala Shembene Elim, if you remember also from Rav Kook, that the destruction, right? You remember? There's the whole thing yeah, was about yeah, destruction, yeah. is sometimes a greater chesed. It's very, it's very, very related to this. 
It's beyond our hasaga. And that's what Eliezer was mentioning also. Like, life is an experience of widening Kalim, right? So here of Cook addresses now the end of the, of the paragraph, of the stanza, rather, the first line of Anubakayah. Amnam gedulas hayemin shehikvar bepoil is very deep, so we need to focus a lot here. This concept of gedulas hayemin, this elevated, lofty level of chesed, shehikvar bepoil, it already manifests. Hikshur be'ezemida mimidas ha'olam amukba. It's still bound by the concept of boundaries. So even though it has so much chesed, it's going to be yoyred down and it's going to do what it can, so to speak, to expand the, kli- the kalim and then to be mashbiya into them, there's still the musagim of kalim. There's still the concept of boundaries, limitations. It might expand the boundaries, but it's still within a certain gather, right? And so all of us in our lives, there's a certain re- like element of, of, of realism in terms of like what can happen in our lives, right? And even if something happens that's mimala hasaga, it'll only go until there. It's not, I'm not going to sprout wings and start to fly as much as I'd like to, right? So like there, there's a certain limit still. It's still, he says, kshura be'eza mida in some aspect, it's got to be bound to the, to the limitations of the physical world. I'm sorry, even though, like we said before, the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Amin HaShem Meima, is the Amin HaShem Oisa Chayel. So he says, There is some aspect of limitation of being restricted. Right? From the side of the constrictions of the world and the boundaries that are within nature. But he says the ultimate, ultimate extent of what this is, the inner energy of chesed, we have to recognize. And again, it's, it's, it's just a master class in our coming to be masik, what chesed Hashem means, right? So we already went one level deeper. Says Rav Kook, now go a second level deeper. He is not bound by anything. So not just he's not bound to my current Kalim, guess what? He's not bound to your future Kalim either. He's not bound to the possibility that you think of a Kaddish Baruch Hu expanding your vessels. He's not bound by that. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Kol Yachal. The Kol Yachal. Anything is possible. Anything. Not just an expansion of Kalim, beyond Kalim, beyond Kalim. Hatoiv ha'ar v'achofesh hakadosh. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is. I'm sorry. Who about right? Kol ha'shari is kulam ein sham shum davar ha'oiser v'akavei agbalas l'midas ha'iloi. There is nothing that is going to limit or define the boundaries of midas ha'iloi of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's mida of of. Of ilu, of elevation, hatoyv, of goodness, ha'orva ha'choyfesh hakadosh, the light and the holy freedom, the holy expanse, shaliyus pashtu b'cholam rachavim, that anything should get in the way of it just extending ad infinitum, mamish, nothing gets in the way. See, so he says ulamatara aliyon azu. So it's with this in mind, for the ultimate, ultimate light of Hashem to shine, that's the light of infinity, that's not limited by any kalim at all. 
Or Hashem v'ascholas amitoi. The light of Hashem and everybody in the world waking up to the truth of the spiritual realm. Noyam tuvoi, the pleasantness of His goodness. V'oyneg yifas tiferes kidulasai. And the pleasurable beauty of the splendor of His greatness. B'lishum hagabala without any bounds. B'lishum ha'atzar without any constriction. Not bound to the strictures of the created world around us. That just has emerged from the higher realms in such a lowly and constricted way. We want to experience a Kaddish Baruch Hu's chesed. That's bound or boundless in relation to Akarish Baruch, who's a koyach uh, elyon, just a, an elevated energy. She'ain boy shum where there is no gvul at all. Shum ef sharut, there is nothing that's impossible. We want that the light of the Shekhinah should shine in a world that's in an infinite way, not just that Akarish Baruch who should widen our kelim, give us chesed shatter all vessels, break all boundaries, above and beyond. Says Rav Kook, this is Pshat. Ana, Rebbeinu Once we're addressing and calling out that you should reveal in the world the koyach, the power of gedulas yemincha, which relates to making the kalim wider, so please tap the tzuru. So get rid of all kalim wagami. Get rid of all kalim wagami. Tap the tzuru. So how many thousands, hundreds of thousands of Yidin? They say Anabakash their whole life. They know about pet in their sleep. But to spend a couple of minutes, or 30, uh, 37 minutes, a couple of minutes together, it's a whole different tefillah for the rest of your life now. It's a whole different Havana. It's a master class in understanding Chesed of a Kodesh Baruch Hu and our Hasagas expand with regard to what it's possible to daven for. You're not limited by anything. Your father is the infinite one, is the Ein Sof. Is the ain't so? Let's just do one more pack. Uh, um, ooh, a little bit more. Okay, so let's let's go. Let's skip one second. Let's skip the next paragraph, which basically just explains this. Rav Kook, but we explained it outside. And let's look at Tal Lechaim on a It says page one hundred eight. Okay, I'm about him. Yeah. Within a certain realm, in as much as the physical world is still the physical world. So in that realm, there are limits. And even though we can understand that, the revelation of the widening of limitations is still a greater degree of chesed, we know that for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even that is small, right, in relation to what HaKadosh Baruch Hu can choose to do, which is beyond all limits. So it's like a journey. We, we are asking for that. Tater Tzeruah asks for that. Tater Tzeruah. So it's, it's almost as if like we're, we're like building up the courage. So first, it's like big enough to say, that's already a big thing to ask for. And then maybe we say, you know what? We're asking, we're asking for even more than that. Yeah, don't limit it to our, the, even the expansiveness of, of, of whatever Caleb you want to give us. I'm asking for the whole thing. I'm asking for the whole thing. Okay, so let's do just the last paragraph and then we'll close out for tonight. And we have time. If you take the sheets, I can go through these 
to Shtiklach. It's just a very beautiful explanation of everything that we spoke out from that piece from Rav Kook. So now he wants to go on the Rosh Tevis, right? Because we said before that really this is just a shame, right? And so every stanza is going to be made up of six of the letters of the 42 letters, right? And so the Rosh Tevis of this is, is these letters, Aleph, Beis, Gimel, which happen to be the first three letters of the Aleph, Beis, and then Yud, Taf, Tzadi, and then the Siddur, you'll see it um, printed, right, on the other side of the line, right? Okay. And he explains it, I'll be this or cook, like we said it, but he just, he's marich and, and such a beautiful safer. But it's not enough just to understand the depth of the words. We understand that the Rosh Tevis of the words are important because really the Ikra of this Tefillah is not the words. Like we said last week, the Ikra of this Tefillah is the shame. It's the shame membeis. Shame, shame, kadesh ve'elyon, kanoi de like, this farm explained. Vihine. Rosh Tevis shal anabekoyach. This first stanza, the Rosh Tevis are Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Yud, Taf, Tzadi. V'saydai noigea mamish b'mashur ina b'beir hamilim. And in this Rosh Tevis, Vaiter is hinted the explanation that we've learned of what these words actually mean. V'humavur b'deber Arizal. It's known from the Heliga Arizal schusia ganolenu. She Aleph, Beis, Gimel. These three letters: one, two, and three. Which oyle chesh ben vav, which equals six, because the aleph is one, the beis is two, and the gimel is three, and so three plus two plus one is six. That is like the limitation of my math abilities. That's that's where I stop. I, I don't know if you would add a dalit there. I, I don't know. I have to take out a calculator. So aleph, beis, and gimel apparently is a gematria vav six, and vav zura mezus lechol gvula sa'ol mesoid vav ksavos. What's the letter vav? He says it's a reference to the, limit, to the limitations of the physical world where we experience six directions. So things are limited, right? South is not north. And west is not east. And there are directions. There are boundaries. Gvulim. Shishak Savas. Four directions around and then up and down is six. Shanoida Sha'ilamenu, it's known that our world, Ailamakvul, which is the world of limit, Miyusid Avachina Shishak Savis, is founded without getting into the whole Kabbalah of this now, which because the Vav of Yudkevavke, it's the world of Yitzira, it's the Shishisid Mishnah, without getting into that whole thing now. Six corners, it's called the Vav Ksavis, six edges. Arbaruchasailam, the four directions, north, west, south, and east. They call it here that, right? North, west, south, and east, yeah. And up and down. That is our experience in the world. Nimsa turns out that the Rosh Tevis of Anabekoyach Gedulas is the secret of limitation. This, this letter, this, like these three letters, is actually a word. Hubechinas Nesitsa Yitas is a shirish of a word which means to shatter, Ushvira, to, to explode, to break. We want to get rid of all this lowliness and shell and limitation that exists within our world. All ra, the opposite of toiv, all limitation, all concealment is rooted in this world of limitation. Which causes all kinds of lack and all kinds of darkness. 
So what we're saying when we have this kavan of these letters that come at the end of the first stanza, which we learned in depth at length, in this place of the vav ksavos, aleph beis gimel, makam hagvul by al haraliyaches. That's where all all kinds of darkness can be rooted in this place, which seems to hide the infinity of Hashem, because infinity is hid, is hidden by finitude. Right, an experience of limitation is going to hide the limitless. So we start to think that this is all there is. The inyan yud tav tzadi balishbar koyach haklip of atomai chazitz piksavos. We say, okay, and a Hanami, we live within, within the experience, the illusory experience of a physical world. And now it comes Shabbos, Kodesh, Heiliger Shabbos, Zisa Shabbos, which we didn't even mention last week. What's Pshat Anu Bekoyach now is in Kabbalah Shabbos. We're learning about the Tvila. Why is it here? Because Shabbos is referred to in the Zarah Kodesh as the Yom Aliyas Ha'olamas. It's the day when all the worlds lift up, where we shatter our perception of the six days of the week, a profound, a, 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 a profane lens through which we look at the world and we think that we're the ones making the parnas and establish. We come into Shabbos and say, Aleph Beis Gimel, Yitatz, shatter, Nesitza V'shvir, getting rid of all of that. There is no limitation. Aliyah Sa'olimah, Shein Membei is like a fire. The sight of the Shabbos candles. A fire. Mamash a fire especially before the Chadaidi, which we're going to learn about at length. We want to shatter all of this. Which is which is the six directions. This is what the Arizal explains comes out from these six letters of the Shem Membez. It is a shattering of the very Mekatrig that is a result of the Shem Membez, which is Maisibrashis, which is Gvura, which created the Kalim. The same energy, right? It's a very deep idea we learned about, right? That right? We learned all bitterness can only be sweetened at its source. And so Daika, this shame Membez, that is the source of limitation, because it was used to create limitation, has to be the very the very side that has enough gvura, it was called like a gvura shavachasid, to shatter, to shatter those kale. It's gotta be hinted to in this name itself. Aleph Bez Gimel Yud Tafzadi. Sharoim is by Aleph Bez Gimel Huagvul. And thus, because it breaks this experience of limitation, it makes possible ligvul for the gvul, the boundary, to become purified and to become elevated. To become fitting, Ella or Elyon. For the elevated light, she is galaboy well beyond its natural limitations, and like we said, well beyond even its expanded limitations. Shabbos is mamashem ein olam haba. It's a whole different thing. It's a whole different thing. So this covers the first stanza of Anabakaya. I I don't I I, I know I said that we're going to have six shiur on Anabakaya, but it's 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 more likely because I can't do two in one shiur. So it's probably, we're going to take it one line at a time. I hope you're okay with that. But why not? Yeah, so we'll learn together for the rest of our lives, hopefully in Yerushalayim, not here. But let's uh, let's take it one line at a time. Let's look just at the last chart.
at the at the at the end, just to, to quickly review. And this is a good thing to take a you know whatever a picture on your phone or whatever. It's good for Chazara to take this with you. Anna, Hashem, we know how much you want to shower us with limitless goodness beyond what we are able to handle. So therefore employ your greatest kindness, which is to grant us broad and mighty vessels capable of carrying this great blessing. Moreover, don't simply strengthen the existing vessels. Wind them to an infinite degree. Shatter all boundaries. Aleph Beis Gimel Yud Tzadi Shatter Yud Tzadi The physical illusion of six, right, which is Aleph Beis Gimel, the six directions of the physical world, which you can also say, in as much as Anavikayach shows up here in Kabbalah Shabbos, is also a reference clearly to the six days of the week. Aleph Beis Gimel Yud Tzadi. I come into Shabbos. I say, I want that whole illusion of six days. I want it shattered. I want to come now, enter into a realm of Shabbos. We put out a video last week, right? That Mama Shabbos is like entering into the Beis HaMikdash. It's a, it's a whole different universe. It's a whole different space. Legamri, legamri. We should be zeichet to it. What a privilege to be learning Anna B'Koyach in such a deep way. And the schus of Rebbe and should stand by all of us and those that are connected to his tefillah, those that are connected to his energy of kavura, of fire, of Ezez Hashem. Thank you so much.